welcome to this training session on General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR. My name is Judith Poulton and I am a community pharmacist and an implementation manager for Avon LPC. In this training, I'm going to cover what GDPR is, what your roles and responsibilities are and what actions you need to take if there is a data breach. Before we begin this training, I need to make you aware that I've put it together as best I can with the advice available currently from the PSNC and the Information Commissioner's Office, the ICO. Please remember that the guidance on certain aspects is still not clear and the legislation accompanying GDPR is still not finished. Before we begin this podcast, please remember you and the team can watch the online training, download your certificate after completing your CPG questions and get access to useful resources by logging on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. So why do we need GDPR? Think back to 2016. Yahoo announced that it had been the victim of the biggest data breach in history in 2014, with 500 million users' names, addresses, dates of birth, email addresses and passwords compromised. eBay also had 145 million users' data compromised in May 2014, And in late 2016, Uber compromised the data of 57 million Uber users and 600,000 drivers. In the last example, it was not so much about the size of the breach that made the headlines, but more about how Uber handled the breach once they had discovered it. In 2016, Uber discovered that two hackers had got names, addresses and mobile phone numbers of 57 million users of the Uber app. But the really bad part was that Uber did not make this known publicly until a year later. Today's training is not going to cover the legislation relating to GDPR. If you are interested or want to learn more about it, there are links to the PSNC online training by Gordon Hockey and to all the PSNC workbooks and templates he refers to in the training. You will find these on the resources page on the right-hand side of the screen. This training is primarily aimed at supporting your data protection officer, your DPO, because a key component of the legislation is about cascading the rules and responsibilities via staff training. By completing this training, you will be helping your pharmacy on the journey to becoming GDPR compliant. GDPR is a directive that will update and unify data privacy laws across the European Union and comes into effect on the 25th of May 2018. This is the largest overhaul in data protection in the past 20 years. However, the 25th of May is the start of the journey and we need to show that we have appropriate systems in place. To put it in simple terms, GDPR is about not only having a process in place to protect data, but also about understanding what to do if you have a breach. Everyone is responsible for this. If companies fail to adhere to the new regulations, they can be fined up to 20 million euros or 4% of their global turnover. To put this in perspective, an average pharmacy could be fined between 30 and 40,000 pounds. GDPR applies to the processing of personal data and concerns the following. Processing. This is what you would expect and includes, for example, the collection, storage and transfer of data. Personal data. Again, no surprises, and includes names, addresses, dates of birth, etc. There is also a subgroup of personal data called Special Category Personal Data, which includes data concerning health. It concerns identified or identifiable living persons, and primarily it's about personal data and filing systems, which are mainly digitalised, 
although there may also be some paper-based ones, and are anything you can search, for example, using a name or a date of birth, and anything where putting two pieces of information together could identify the person. Community Pharmacy already processes personal data, including data concerning health, for example, prescription information. Did you know that Community Pharmacy processes approximately 1 billion items annually for 30 million people? In pharmacy, we are already very aware of the importance of keeping people's data safe as we comply with NHS Information Governance, the Data Protection Act, and are governed by the GPHC's professional standards, all of which make it clear about how we handle people's information to ensure that it's kept safe. For us, it will be about building on the existing work we already do. Pharmacy lawfully can hold data about people, as we are performing a task in the public interest. But remember, you will also still need to get consent from the patient to give a flu vaccination or to do an MUR, which is no different from before. The regulations state that you must have a valid lawful reason to process data. There are six available lawful bases, which you can see on the screen, and none of them are better or more important than another. It's just about picking the most appropriate one or ones. And we will look at two of these, public interest and consent, in a little more detail. Before we do that, I also need to mention there are safeguards in place for processing special categories of personal data, such as data concerning health. This means, in practice, for much of the data processed in pharmacies, there are two stages to get through, which we will look at briefly. The first stage. Generally, pharmacies have a lawful reason for the processing of personal data because it is necessary for the performance of a task carried out in the public interest. The second stage is that there are special categories of personal data, which includes data concerning health, and this may only be processed for specified reasons. In the case of pharmacy, the reasons are generally for the provision of healthcare or treatment. Let me ask you a question. After GDPR goes live, do you think you could use a patient's details to contact them about a problem with their prescription? The answer I hope you have given is yes, because you are providing a service in the public interest. What you can't do is use their data to send them information about a sales offer going on in the pharmacy or information about a new store card if they have not consented for you to use their data in that way. If we now look at consent... Consent is where the individual has a given clear consent for you to process their personal data for a specific purpose. You yourselves already may have been receiving emails from different companies asking for explicit consent from you as to whether you still want to receive emails or offers from them. And this is because they too are getting ready to meet the GDPR standards. Consent needs to meet certain criteria, including being specific, freely given, documented and easily withdrawn. GDPR requires you to retain personal data no longer than is necessary for the purposes it was obtained for and there is some useful guidance on the resources page that should help you decide how long you need to keep the data for. So who is responsible for GDPR in your pharmacy? The short answer is you are all responsible but do you know who you need to report to if you have a concern or question? You may want to write yourself a reminder to check who this is in your pharmacy. You therefore need to know who your data protection officer, DPO for short is, or for multiples where the DPO may be remote, your IG lead. 
For the purposes of the rest of this training, we will refer to this person as the GDPR lead. We will now look at some of the detail around GDPR. Within the regulations, different terms are used and we are briefly going to look at them. The first term is data controllers. This is you and your team, as you maintain the patient data directly and thus you are the data controller. The second term we will look at is data processors. These are people or organisations who deal with data under your instruction and examples could include your pharmacy computer system, for example, NextPhase, Proscript or Pharmacy Manager, or if you outsource payroll or use a courier service to collect and deliver your end-of-the-month prescription parcel to the NHS Business Services Authority. Your pharmacy GDPR lead will therefore need to satisfy themselves that anybody who processes information for your pharmacy is looking after the data in the same way that you and your team would, and that they would inform you if they had a data breach. One of the key principles of GDPR is people need to be clear about how their data is being used. This is not a new concept, as many websites already have privacy notices in place. All pharmacies will need to have an updated privacy notice on display, which will tell customers how you are caring for their data and will include information like what information you record, how that information is processed, who it is shared with, and what their rights are. This isn't anything new, as you should already have a notice to be compliant with the NHS IG toolkit. What is really important is that you know where it is and what your notice says, as you will need to make any new customers or patients who come to your pharmacy aware of it. Please make a note now to go and find it after you have finished this training and to familiarise yourself with its contents. GDPR is going to affect all of us, both in work and in our personal lives, and the legislation should help make our lives easier as it will give all of us a number of rights about how we can access and seek to control the processing of our personal data. And I will go through a few examples. Right of access. We can now request the information that an organisation holds on us and they can't charge us for it and they need to give it to us within one calendar month. The right to rectification. This is brilliant, as we now have the right to have inaccurate personal data rectified, for example, a misspelt name. The last example we will cover is the right to portability. And this means we can ask for our data to be moved or transferred from an existing database or IT environment into another. So, if we are changing car insurers, we can ask our current insurer to move all the data to our new insurer. This will make our lives much simpler, as we won't have to spend hours filling out new application forms. However, this doesn't really apply to your pharmacy. After completing this training, please discuss with your GDPR lead what the policy is in your pharmacy if you get any requests from the patients to view their data or have a record amended. In the final section of this training, we're going to look at what happens if it goes wrong and you have a data breach. Your pharmacy must have policies and procedures in place to cover any data breaches and you need to understand your role. A personal data breach means a breach of security leading to the accidental or unlawful destruction, loss, alteration, unauthorised disclosure of or access to personal data transmitted, stored 
or otherwise processed. If you believe there has been a data breach, you must report it to your GDPR lead immediately. They then must take action within 72 hours and will have three choices depending on the severity of the breach. They can make a record of the incident. They can make a record of the incident and report it to the Information Commissioner's Office, the ICO. Or they can make a record of the incident, report it to the ICO and tell the patient concerned. Let's look at an example that happens frequently in pharmacies. You have just received your paper prescriptions from your local surgery and whilst checking them off against your list you notice that you have a prescription for a patient who isn't yours. Is this a data breach? I hope now that you've done the training you'll have answered yes. So the next question is, is it your data breach? The answer is no. It's the surgeries as they have sent you a prescription with personal data And as they are not your patient, the surgery should never have sent it to you. What would you do next? You need to return the script to the surgery and inform that the patient is not one of yours. The surgery's GDPR lead will now need to take action within 72 hours and decide from the three choices we've already discussed what action they're going to take. However, when they're making the decision, they should take into account that it's been sent to another healthcare professional who has their own professional responsibilities to maintain patient confidentiality and will also be aware of GDPR. The breach, therefore, is likely to be low risk and thus should be recorded only rather than it being reported. Take a moment now to consider areas of your pharmacy practice where data breaches can occur. Pause the training, note them down and then discuss them with the rest of the team and the GDPR lead. I hope you have found this training informative and that you have a clearer understanding of your role in GDPR. Please ensure you check who your lead is for your pharmacy and ask them any questions that you are not clear about. Finally, thank you for taking the time to listen to the training. If you want to view the online training, have access to both your certificate and the resources tab, please log on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. We would also like to use this opportunity to ask you to encourage the rest of your colleagues to view the video.